Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to Drew Presents with your boy Drew, where I can where I blah, where our connection continues to connect. And we do have a special guest here, the Carrie Clark. Right, the Carrie Clark, or can simply just go by Carrie nowadays. Okay, no longer the I in front of the Carrie. No, I carry it still there, but I am about to try to see if I can switch my Instagram handle to just carry. Is it, so is it going to literally be just carry, or you mean just the word carry? Just the word carry. Oh, okay. Come on now, making big moves. <laughs> making big moves. All right, well, how you been? How's your, how's your, today is what, Tuesday? Today is Tuesday, going <laughs> up on a Tuesday. Right, so the week just started. How has your week been thus far? Um, it's been a pretty, uh, I mean, it's, you know, yeah, because the week did just start. So I could say for, you know, just the last kind of two days, they've been okay. You know, I can't really complain, you know, because I could be pushing flowers and I'm not. So no I'm need to complain. <laughs> yeah. Push, you talking about the people that be pushing flowers on the side of the road? Oh, pushing flowers means I could be past, I could be gone. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I know we were going like that, but okay, but I got you. Because, <laughs> you know, they still sell flowers on the side of the streets now. So <laughs> they know. do, on the off-ramp. <laughs> exactly. On the off-ramp, you be, mm, I'm telling you, like, listen, if anybody who's, like, in the Tri-State area and y'all ride, like, the Bell Parkway, listen. And I even try to be offensive, I was going to say the Mexicans, but, you know, like, they are Mexican. So, I mean, those Mexicans, they be having a good deal. This is, well, what if they were from Colombia? Well, I guess that we could say the Colombians too. I mean, they could be um, persuade. You know, I would say persuasion. Oh my God, Lord have mercy, Pers- no. Peruvian, Peruvian. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're of Hispanic descent. That's what we right. would say most of the time, because we do have some people that be selling them bean pies in those newspapers. But we ain't gonna get into that. <laughs> um, but my week thus far has been good. I actually today was my last day of training. Thank God. Yes. So I'll be need a clapping effect for that one. Right? I need some applause. I gotta get the... You know what? The budget for this show is kind of low. We have to this budget for 2022. Listen, for 22, speak that into existence. Blessings, <laughs> like, less, you know. We up in the budget. We up in the budget. We are up and leveling up. Right, so... Yeah, so my week, for my actual work week, will begin tomorrow. Um, since I'm now out of training for the next two weeks... Okay. Um, and I'll be back in training at the top of the new year. Um, and yeah, other than that, I had a pretty good weekend. Everything else has been going good thus far. Uh-huh. So I can't complain, you know? So let's just go ahead and get into these topics. Um, I feel like we were about to run to the Wendy chair, like, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> That is true. Remember, remember she used to do that? Uh, <laughs> and she stopped. Yeah, she did. Aw, Wendy. Um, all right, so the first one we're going to talk about, I hate to talk about this topic, but I have to bring it up for you people. We have to talk about Jesse Smollett. And... Oh, Juicy. <laughs> Shut up. So, um, I almost said Juicy. Jesse was... <laughs> Um, he has been found guilty on all five counts of disorderly conduct. For you guys who don't um, know who he is, he's been in Empire. He's done some little movies. I can't think of anything else he was in. Do you remember? Um, he was in Mighty Ducks, I believe, with his sister Journey. The Journey's, the Journey's not a liar, but I mean, he was in that movie Ooh. with her. Not a liar. Okay, so then he um, he also had a big campaign, I believe, with Pepsi uh-huh. at one point as well. Um, so he was convicted of all five counts of disorderly conduct. He was um, falsely he falsely told the police he was a victim of a hate crime, and now he faces up to three years in jail. Um, so, what do we think of the verdict? Um, I think justice was served. Okay. Um, I feel like he has set us back by a lot. Like, you know, he, he set us back by a lot because lying about a hate crime, especially when Black people are still trying to fight for, 
you know, their rights and certain things and to be taken seriously and to have our voices heard. You know, when a person diminishes that for their own personal agenda, I just, I don't, you know, I don't back that up. I don't support that. So I feel like the right decision was made. Okay. So you think the right, he would, him being found guilty was, it was pretty accurate. It was well, very accurate, right. Okay, so obviously I do not agree with the Carrie Clark. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like um, justice was not served. I believe, well, I should, let me back up because that's actually incorrect. I don't know for sure that I believe that he's actually guilty, nor do I believe that he's not guilty. I feel like the facts that have come out have definitely put holes in his story. And it makes you look at him like, hmm, that's a little suspicious. Why would that take place? You know what I mean? And then there's some things that's going on where it's like, well, who would think to stage this entire thing? Like, that doesn't make any damn sense, right? So maybe that's just a naive part of me that's believing that. But I feel that... Let's just say I do believe that he is guilty. This is where I have the issue with, right? So he's facing up to three years in jail. Now, speculators, everyone that's in, like the analysts are saying, he probably will get probation. Right. But because he testified, they might make an example out of him and make him do maybe a year in jail, right? Mm-hmm. So I've been, so just like how you just said, you fuck, he sent us back. Um, I was looking at some of the comments on like the Shade Room and a Neighborhood Talk and people were saying like, this is embarrassing. We all knew he was guilty. Why would he do this to the LGBTQ community? And he has set be- Black people back, just what you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so when I was reading these comments, I was like, well, damn, this seems a little harsh. You know what I mean? Because I don't think that he represents one you know, I don't think he's the face of LGBTQ or the face of all Black people. I think that he's his own individual. So if he did lie, that's just him as a person, right? That should have nothing to do with us as people. But I do understand that most of the time we do have that representation sometimes where we're like, oh, this is the representative. And now this person is making us look crazy. Right. So... Let me ask you this. So when you think about the time, so he's been found guilty, what do you think his time should be? Um, I don't think he should be arrested. Okay. Not by necessarily like do jail time. I just think that, yeah, he should do probation and community service. Probation and community service. Okay. So when I first read this, I was like, well, what do I think he should be, like what should be the penalty, right? Mm-hmm. Then something said, you know what, before I even could think about what I would give him, let me do a little bit of research, right? So let's take it back to Amy Cooper. Now, I don't know, if you, people, I don't know if you people remember her. Do you remember her? I've heard the name, but I'm trying to like, I'm so, just, I don't think I remember the story. So let's refresh these people's memories. Amy Cooper was a white woman who called the police on Christian Cooper, a black man. They have no relation. Christian Cooper um, oh, was just okay. in the park. She called the cops on him and said that he threatened her in the park, right? Right. Now, she was charged with making a feast, I mean, with making a false police report. And obviously, we also the vi- the, um, the viral video that came out that basically showed that she was clearly the aggressor. So then I said, wow, what did she get? What was her sentencing and then when I looked it up all charges was dropped because she took an educational course she's so, an educational course exactly exactly because she took an educational course the charges were dropped not oh she was found guilty she was um, given probation I, so when I, I was like this can't be right this gotta be wrong this has to be wrong the shit was on CNN that she took an educational course and the charges were dropped. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to say his charges needs to be dropped because, and granted, it's not the same thing. I I, I definitely understand that. And I will, right. We'll say that it's two different things, but 
Different states, everything. Right, different states and everything. But let's be honest, Chicago, huh, this whole Jesse thing, y'all need to be investigating a lot of the murders that's going on. Okay, y'all need to be investigating a lot of the murders that's going on. Well, Chirac will always be Chirac. I mean, well, of course. That's... But the thing about it to me was that I feel like a lot of times because I think he has he had a little bit of a name, they're trying to make an example out of him. You know what I'm saying? And let's not forget that he's also being sued civilly by Chicago Police Department for $130,000 for waste of their time, they said. So my thoughts is just... Oh, it was that, a waste of their time. Right, it was. But then we're not given the same... The white people are not getting the same type of penalties or the same type of charges are brought upon them. So I right. feel like as black people, we're always looked at as second-class citizens. And for me, that's the part that bothers me. And that's why I said, you know what? I thought this should be completely white. And then not he should move on white. to his... You said what? I said not completely white. It should be, though. It should be completely white. He should be able to move on with his life and say, okay, well, look at this situation. I'm pretty sure if I dig deeper and look into more situations, and just like how you and I know a lot of times when white people, when something happens, a lot of times they'll get off or they'll get less of a charge. They'll get less charges put upon them or... Right, and then they get... get, I'm sorry. sorry. No, I was going to say, and they get career resurgence. Hello. Right. (laughs) So now this man has felonies, but this woman has no felonies, but she wasted the police time. She called the cops. Someone had to show up and someone had to investigate what actually took place. The man gave the video... All of this had to take place, but why is she only allowed to do an educational course and her charges are dropped? Right. I agree. I guess we'll never know. I do. I wonder will they win the civil case, though, for the 130000 or will they settle out of court? They probably will settle out of court. That's what I was thinking. I'll probably sell out of court. But I'm pretty, I'm like, does he have $130,000? I'm sure he's, he, on, and according to the transcripts, he told them on that very last season of Empire, he was making 100000 per episode. Oh, wow. Wow. Now, does he still live in Chicago or no? He lives in LA. Okay. He's always, he's always been, he, 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 they only stayed in Chicago when they were filming Empire. You know, he always lived in LA. Okay. Okay. So that makes sense. Hmm. Well, I mean, I guess we'll have to see what'll happen with that civil case. Um, Obviously, he'll be sentenced within the next, I guess, I I don't know when he's going to be sentenced. I guess we'll see what'll happen. But obviously, his his attorney said they're going to appeal the decision and try to get that um, guilty conviction overturned because they feel like he's not guilty. And Obviously, they, they have that right. But isn't it crazy that if someone is found it not guilty, you can't bring them, you can't retry them? Isn't that crazy? But if they're found guilty, you could keep doing appeals as much as yeah, you can. It's know so you crazy how the system works. It's like not guilty, it's just final. But guilty, oh, you can appeal it. You can keep appealing it. Right. You try as maybe they can find, I think, I guess they feel like because maybe something can be found that wasn't found prior within the case. I mean, but that could be the same thing with not guilty. Something could still be found. Right, that's true. That could turn your ass to guilty. But anyway, all right. So let's move on from um, Juicy, as you call him. Juicy. All that. <laughs> so I want to bring up cheating, right? Because I feel like cheating is what happens nowadays. People do it. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, oh, wow. I wasn't. I, I just coughing. Okay. <laughs> So I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna give you two scenarios um, that we're both gonna go through and give an answer, right? So I was trying to think of a way to do it, but I'm just gonna use these names, okay? So Eric, Eric and James are dating for four years, right? Mm-hmm. Eric is your friend. Y'all go out on guys trips. Y'all go on. I'm sorry. Y'all go on guys trips, and on a trip, you decide um, you guys were gonna go to Turks and Caicos, and Eric decides to bring one of uh, bring a side piece to the Turks and Caicos house. Mm-hmm. Right now, keep in mind that they're just dating; they're just boyfriends. Him and his man, and he brought a side piece with him. Now, should you have anything to say to your friend? Um, 
I mean, I think you should for the better judgment. Okay, so what should you think? I think you say, like, you know, you shouldn't use this trip as an advantage to kind of, you know, be foul or stuff like that. Okay. So you think that you should pull your friend? Because you're friends with both of them. Because you're friends with the couple. Right. Okay. I don't know if I would necessarily tell the other party, but I would, you know, definitely have the talk with the friends and stuff like that right then and there. Right. So I agree. I think that for the most part, I probably would just address it. Like, hey, why would, is everything okay? Like, with your relationship? Like, what's going on? Why is this bitch here? I'm so confused. Now, should you leave the trip? Um. Uh. <laughs> so now, these are I mean, if I paid, I mean, no. Mm-mm. You said what? If I paid, no. Okay, so these are your two good friends. And he's brought a jump off with him. And now you're here with the jump off. The jump off is staying in this house now with y'all. That's his little boo thing. You should stay because you paid for the trip. Right. Absolutely. So I agree with you, too. I think that there's no reason for me to leave because you decided to be a hoe. So Right. I was going to say that's not really (laughs) my fault. I mean. Right. It's not my point. Not my fault. Okay. So same scenario with the same people, except now they are married. So this couple is now married, right? Now you are also married, right? Mm-hmm. This is still a single guys trip. You're going out with your free with your guys. You're in Turks and Caicos. You go to marry events together. You and your boo, him and his boo, other boos and boos, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all just booed all up. Now, so you go to this guy's retreat or whatever, he brings a side piece. Do you say something to him? Um, I, I, you know, I feel like it still kind of falls the same way, honestly. So the same way. So you would still feel like what you said originally. Right. Okay. So you would you leave the trip? It's the same scenario, bitch. I pay. He's <laughs> like, bitch, I paid my money. Right, I paid my okay. money. Like, if you treated me, then sure, you know, I probably would be like, oh, uh-uh, you know, but like, you're going to keep me in your debauchery. But with me not knowing this was what you were doing, and I paid, like, listen, I talked to you. I gave my, you know, my little moral compass over to you saying it's not right. But, you know, that's mm-hmm. something that you are going to have to deal with. Right. Okay. So... Now, would you tell? Now, remember, you guys traveling in, in couples, married couples groups, right? Mm-hmm. All the time. You all are friends. Do you feel that you should tell the person's husband? I still, no. Okay. Would you tell your significant other? Probably, probably so, yeah. Okay. Why would you tell them? Um, you know, probably, you know, I'd probably be more so pillow talk. I don't even know if it would be like, you know, yeah. Okay, so what, but what, would you be afraid that your partner might tell the other party? Or would you be like, please don't say nothing? I would say, please don't say nothing. Because if you end up telling the other party (laughs) so much to, I mean, to me, you know, you're breaking our kind of, our trust and our bond and stuff like that. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. So, so. I'll give my answer. So now I do agree with you. Like, I would definitely pull him to the side. I'm definitely not leaving the trip because, like you said, I paid. So I'm definitely going to stay. However, I would tell him, listen, that person needs to leave. Okay. This person needs to leave because I don't want this to come back in my lap. So if in any capacity, because remember now we traveling within other marital with other marital couples and we hang out all the time. And I feel like that's kind of foul for me to just be in that, in that place with somebody and not have anything to say. So I would probably just press my friend like, yo, if you don't tell that person to leave, I'm going to have to tell your husband or wife or whatever the situation is. Like I'm, I'm just, just to protect myself because I don't want to put myself in a compromising position with my husband or wife or whatever is going on with me. I feel like, that would only be fair. So right. don't put me in a situation 
where I don't have to get a decision where I can say yes or no. So I'm going to make a decision for you. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Right. So that would only make sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that makes sense. Right. Right. So I brought that all up because it happened on TV where a couple, it happened. And now here it is almost seven years later, a picture is surfacing that they all were hanging out with a man who was married and a side piece was there. So my thought is just that, so now here we come seven years later, how do you think your significant other would feel if they never knew that information? And now even the person who thought that you were friends with them, like, well, I thought we were cool. You didn't even say anything to me. Like, that's kind of messed up. And for seven years, I kind of wasted my time. So I feel like, but then some people say, well, you should get into other people's business. Right. Business, so you should be okay. Right. I feel like in a scenario like that, nobody's going to win regardless and stuff like that because people get angry and they get upset when um, sometimes when you tell them stuff like that. Right. That's true. That's definitely true. Okay. So I don't know if you've seen this video that's been kind of going around of Denzel Washington talking about Damson Idris. Damson Idris. Right. Did you see the video? I did, yeah. Okay. So people were saying that Denzel was shading him. No. And then some people were saying he was not shading him. So just to give you guys background, the audience, basically Denzel was asked, um, I don't remember all the specifics, but it was Does, some, does huh? he, uh, that has he been that has he been looking at Damson Idris uh like imitating him. He said he always said he looked up to him and he's been imitating right. him in videos and Right. He even had um auditioned to be in the movie Fences that then right. started. Yeah, to be his son. And he was like, Who is that? I don't know who you're talking about. Or something right. like So people were saying that he was being shady and then he even asked another person, Do you know who that is? And the person was like, No. And then in a, in a, in a reporter, right, and his reporter was like, "Well, you should get to know him, or whatever she said." So, do you think that he was being shady, or do you think he was just answering questions? I think he just was answering questions, but I think the reporter, where I didn't really like where she went with the question, is that she kind of was pressing it to make it turn it into a certain narrative to me because. After he said he didn't know who he was, I wouldn't keep pressing him like, "Oh, but you should get to know him." And then, like, it, I just feel like that was a bit much. It's like she was doing too much. Right. Well, after he already said he didn't know who he was, end it right there. Like, there's no need to even elaborate anymore on it. Okay. So, right. So, I kind of agree with you. I just feel like also, okay, Denzel is a little old. Duh. Right? <laughs> right. And we all know when, when older people get older, they get set in their ways. And I don't even think that he was being shady. I think he just was like, I don't know who that is. Like, why are you asking like, why are you asking me these questions? I don't know what you're talking about. It, it doesn't apply to me. Right. We've never done a movie together. Why are we talking about this man? I'm confused. Denzel's also the type who's very, yeah, he is. He's like super reserved. Right. Like super reserved. Like even on his sets of uh, his film and stuff like that, he doesn't even really. Uh, interact besides just, you know, film and scene and stuff like that. He doesn't really interact with the actors that much. Right. So that's what I said. I think that I truly think that he truly probably doesn't even probably like I don't even really watch TV like that. So if it's not a person who probably acted with me or have seen out a lot casually at these type of events, then no, I don't know who that is. Right. Which makes sense. But is the right. but is that kind of odd that most people because it's funny because I can't remember his name, but the boy from Power, the guy that plays Brayden, he mm-hmm. was saying today how when he first met Tyreek on Power, he was like, it kind of was like, he was on one side of the room and I was on one side and he was on his phone and like, we had no interaction. We did our scene and then that was it and we went our separate ways. He said, you know, you just don't know the vibe of some actors. He said, now, now we're really, really close, but initially it was like nothing was there. And I just said to myself, I would think that would be a little odd. And I know you've been on sets, so I guess you could kind of have some type of insight on it. 
But it's like, I would think that if you and, if we were about to do a scene, we would have to have some type of chemistry. So us not speaking to each other before the scene, wouldn't it be kind of odd? I mean, maybe, but no, I think when you're a professional actor and trained and stuff, you are able kind of just to get into the scene. I don't know how the other person might vibe off of you because you do want the chemistry, but for the most part, if you're pretty good at what you do, you should be able to jump right into it. And there shouldn't be much of a problem. So right. then should you, so should you so do you think that a skilled actor, right, should they so if they were dealing with someone that was a rookie, should they probably have a conversation with them first, you think? Um, probably. I think yeah, a skilled actor would want, you know, to make the person who's the rookie comfortable. So I know if I was the person who, you know, had been the game for some whatever, some odd years, yeah, I would want an up-and-coming actor to be, yeah, I would want them to be comfortable. So I would talk to them before the scene. Okay. Just so you have that that connection and... Right. Okay. So, because I would actually think that if you were, especially if you were doing like a sex scene, I would definitely think that you would have to have a conversation because that would be weird if we just rolling around in the bed and kissing and oh, and then we don't say nothing after they say cut, and then you just go out separate. Well, first of all, sex scenes from what I hear are awkward as hell anyway. I mean, of course they're awkward because you don't want to be intimate probably with the person most of the time. Right. I mean, some people actually got married after their sex scene, but anyway. Mm -hmm. um, right. Some just sold other people's husbands after sex scene. <laughs> right. But I think that it just would be, I think that that would be difficult for me. So I would probably at least, and maybe it's because even though I say I'm not a people person, maybe, maybe in reality, I really am a per people person because I feel like I would want to be able to have this connection with you so we understand each other. But also I'm not an actor, so maybe that's why I feel this way. You know, it just really, really it just really, really depends. I mean, that's what, it is, it's more of a depends thing. I think, like you said, if a person is able to have that chemistry and you're able to talk to them before you do the scene and y'all, you know, uh, make, uh, develop a friendship, build something, I think that's good. I think that is great for actors and I think it helps, you know, stimulate the bond from. But I think some people, you know, unfortunately, when you deal with different personalities, you don't always know what you're getting. So not everybody is approachable. Not everybody is the type who wants to be sociable with you. So you just have to you know, just to keep in mind, I think, in that world. Right, right. That's definitely true. Uh -huh. okay. So obviously, we're coming upon the the Christmas holidays, the Christmas holidays. We're coming, <laughs> we're coming across the holiday season. We actually kind of already in it, but um. So I remember last year I did a show with um, Jamal, and I asked him some questions as it related to Christmas. So I'm going to ask you the same question. So. I always tell people that you should always end with a positive thought, right? So I'm going to ask you the negative first. So what do you think has been your worst Christmas gift that you've ever received in life? Um, ever received? Oh, that movie Kazam, you know, with Shaq plays a genie. <laughs> Somebody got you a Kazam DVD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> um, the worst gift I ever received. Probably, I think, I want to say, I know one of my friends had got me some Little Debbie cakes. Like, it was like a Secret Santa thing. And I think one of my friends got so I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be a really good gift because, you know, because we're friends and da da da. And it was like a pack, package of, Little Debbie oatmeal cream pies. Oh wow! Did, did the, wait, did the person that that was your favorite cake or something? Or uh, yeah, they see me eat it, you know, quite a few times. So okay, you know, but I'm just saying, like, what was, what was the budget? I think that we were saying that we at least were gonna spend over twenty dollars. Like we were at least gonna be like twenty dollars would be the minimum. Will be twenty, but yeah, I got duped. I got duped. I got oatmeal cream pies that you could buy, right? You know what? 
your local supermarket for like a dollar at that time, or probably like a dollar, what, 49 or something. But I got duped. That was my Christmas. Like I said, to, you know, eat pie, fat bitch. Hello? So, <laughs> all right. So you were describing the pies, right? Yeah, this is describing the pies. I just cannot believe that, you know, this is what what I was what was thought of me was just thought that you know I want some pies that you know equal up to about like you know thirty probably six cents a piece. You know, it was it was a little offensive. Right. But well, what was the budget for? Well, not what was the. The minimum we said we were going to spend was $20. So it was the max. I don't remember the maximum. So the minimum was 25 and you got some damn pies. Yeah. And that was it? I got some pies. I said, yeah, I think I got like a Christmas card or something. But that was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was it. Okay, so I guess no more Secret Santa's for you at work. <laughs> because I would have been pissed off. Like, wait, what? Yeah, you know, but you know, you know. I guess you never know what people are going through. But yeah, that was a slap in the face. I know I brought them like this makeup kit, and I brought her like this makeup kit, and whatnot. And I definitely spent twenty five dollars on that. So yeah. <laughs> Cool. So then, what was the best gift gift you got thus far? The best gift. Um. Oh, I got this jean polo shirt. Oh my god, that my friend had gave me. It was so 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 nice. Oh, very nice. Right, expensive. Right. That's how I said. I was like, oh my god, thank you so much. It was it was a very 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 nice gift. No. Very. Come on, gifts. Come on, gifts. <laughs> I, I was able to, you know, match it up. You know, do a little denim plant. You know, I was, I was doing it. You know, the best way it could be done without looking like a lumberjack. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lumberjack. I get it. Some people don't know how to pull off denim. I'm telling you, they be looking like lumberjacks. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Hmm. Well, that's this is not bounty. <laughs> You didn't have a handkerchief. You <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh. didn't have a handkerchief with it. You was like, nope, we good over here. We good. We good. We good. Yes, I can't remember what I said last year, and I can't remember like what I said. So, as far as um, the worst gift, um, hmm. <laughs> I can't really think. Well, what I'll say is this. I'll say one time I remember we did like a secret Santa. So I didn't know who was getting who, what, or whatever. And then they called it something like White Elephant or something where you can okay, steal it. White Elephant. It's something. I can't remember. Or something. I think it's called White Elephant. Right. They called it. And basically, you pick numbers out of a hat and then you start. So it says 20 people. So whoever has 20 has to pick the first gift and then they open it. And then they see what they got, and then nineteen goes and picks a gift, and then they open it, and then they have they could decide if they don't want that gift, they could take twenty's gift, or whatever. So that's what you could do, right? Some people call it black elephant too. I think black people call it that. Um, so you could steal the gift, and I, I had brought this. I had but my contribution was I had got a Target gift card, and it was like a nice candle from Bath and Body Works with a holder. And the gift that I picked was a checkerboard. And I'm like, I don't want this shit. It's, the, the funny thing is it's in my house to this day. The, the damn checkerboard is in my house. I've never used it ever. And it just sits there like, I guess it's good. It's a good decorative piece. I'm, I don't know. It's a good decorative piece. <laughs> That's exactly it definitely was better than the, uh, some damn pies. So, I mean, I could just... <laughs> You are these pies, right? Um, well, we're not gonna go back to that, but anyway, um, 
and then probably the best gift I ever got uh, well, it was a car. That was the best gift I ever got for Christmas was the vehicle. I mean, it wasn't paid off, but Mm-mm. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely I appreciated that you know, I received the vehicle because no one has to buy you anything. But I do, my whole point of this bringing this up was just that I feel like, you know, a lot of times people often say, you know, I want this, I want that. But if anybody gives you anything besides pies, you should, <laughs> <laughs> you should be able to, you know, be like, oh, wow, that was very thoughtful of you. I think that was the most dumbest. I think you might be right. That probably was one of the stupidest gifts ever. A damn, some damn oatmeal pies. Right. That's not like listen, that's something you buy for somebody if you like, okay, I see you eating this sometime. So one day when you at lunch or something, you decide to bring a box of pies or something like that. Right. You were friends with a person. Like, okay, then I would understand. I'm like, oh that's so nice of you. Da da da, whatever. But a Christmas exchange? Right. Yeah. And, but, and even if they did do it, maybe they could have did it like it's a gag gift at first and then said, Okay, this is the real gift. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Even if they did something like that, then that would have been acceptable, I think. Or even if they said, oh, I did a combination of your favorite little items. Like, oh, I know you like hot cocoa. I know you like this. I know you like that. So I put all of this in a in a, in a a box or whatever together and presented you with all of your favorite things. I think then that would have been dope. But coming up with a single 12-pack, honey, of pies, I just don't. Um, I'm not understanding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll wish that person luck. Um, so again, um, last week, well, before I, because I'm about to end the show, do you do you want to talk about any topics that you had or anything that you could think of? Or um, topic, a topic I want to speak about. I meant to ask you that before and I forgot. I'm sorry. But that's okay. We yeah, live. Kinda... We live. You know, we live. <laughs> now I'm kind of unprepared. I was like, I will say really quick though before I end it. If, okay. if you don't think of anything, of course. Um, I keep seeing this thing on TikTok and they keep saying, bing bong, what do I want to say to Joe Byron? I'm like, who the hell? <laughs> <laughs> who the hell? His voice is this. Because the shit is hilarious. And why do people <laughs> keep redoing it? Because shit is funny as fuck. It's a viral... Uh, it's just this thing. I think this guy like was talking. I think I made it on the news or something and yeah, he did that thing, so now he's just a clip and it went viral. Okay. He must have been from New York, I'm assuming, or up north. It probably, so I don't even remember. No, but who I the mean, fuck is Joe Byron? I, can, right. I, mean, I know who is probably, Joe hoping, Byron. I'm hoping he was being funny. No, I think he, I think he was being quite serious. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, I clearly, can't. Clearly, we know who. Not... No, okay, we're not going to go into it. Uh, okay. Um, so do you have anything or not? Um, you know what? Yeah, I did want to uh, interject and I want to ask what, you know, you were watching currently. Like, what are some things that are, you know, some much watched things? I know a lot of y'all will be in home for the holidays and... Okay. You might want to, you know, talk about what currently you might be watching, what you look forward to watching these next couple of weeks or whatnot, you know. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Um, So right now, what I'm really into, because this is final season, it's Insecure. I don't think we have two episodes left till the fin- for the finale, um, the series finale. Um, and then it's over. Um. I just don't want the show to end, but I think we've all accepted it at this point, and we realized that Issa gotta go. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, and she's probably extremely busy. But that's like one of the shows I'm really heavy on. Obviously, Ghost Power um, on Stars. Um, what else am I watching that I want to tell the people? <laughs> um, that I think that's probably really my only two shows that I really go hard. Obviously, BMF, but that went off as well. But those probably were the only three that I religiously was like, oh, I have to be on time. And obviously, I was watching Real Housewives of Potomac. 
um, growling, like, oh, I have to watch this as soon as it come on. Or, right. you know, I recorded to make sure I could get access to it as soon as possible. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Right. What are you watching right now? Um, currently, I'm streaming, and just like that, uh, okay, a new chapter of Sex in the City. I think it's a, um, you know, you know, it's about three women, but I think it's very pivotal how they are navigating the series as a, a continuation. It's not really even a reboot to me. A continuation of them growing older, them being in the same city, and what happens now? They've been through marriages. Now they're children. Uh, some of the characters' children have gotten older. You know, it's like so. It's dealing now with tackles of um, divorce and. Now, you know, because the first series was more so about, you know, singlehood. And now to me, it's just like showing like life after you grow up and start going through different challenges. This is what the series to me now is tackling. So I like it just like that. Okay. Um, you know, I was going to say this really before you go to the next one. I don't know if you're going to put it, but I don't know what it is about. I, like, I'm not interested in seeing three white women. Like, I don't know what I'm not interested. It doesn't peak like it doesn't say oh come watch me you know what i mean it's like eh, i'm good on that y'all can stay over there <laughs> <laughs> oh, if they were God. black i would be more interested you know right. like okay let me see how this can relate right i mean i feel like like i said the new series i watched the old series too so i can't really say that but the new series kind of does tackle you know black people in the city as well they do have a few black characters now who are actually objective to the story and I, I think it's a it's a pretty good show I think okay yeah so what else did you watch uh the other thing I'm streaming is Harlem okay uh, I actually finished it Harlem was a very good and to me kind of like the black sex in the city actually because the way the characters characteristics on the show is like to me just the black version of their friend group okay and um, and then obviously they're in the city, right? And they're in the city, but it's just in the black wall because I mean, right now it's the way they gentrify and shit. Harlem is basically covering white too. I was gonna say they're the black version of the you know the city, but that's changing. So not with those big ass apartments, but anyway, because <laughs> <laughs> so a good. lot of the people that I know in the city, they fucking living room is in their kitchen. So right, okay. Well, that's the, that's the, um, I mean, I guess that's the good thing about being able to, you know, look at different shows and be like, okay, this is what I want to do. This is what I see, blah, 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 blah. But I will say is that, I, I, just to go back to Interhero really quick, I really love the fact that it's about people in their 30s. And a lot of the topics that they hit, I'm like, wow, like, I can relate to that shit. Or I, I have that's happened to me, or this is probably something that I should be thinking about. You know what I mean? All of this actually takes place, and who knows? Right. So I, that's what I definitely do love about uh, Insecure. Insecure, for sure. Yeah, it, it definitely is for, you know, like you said, for people in their 30s navigating life and it does tackle subjects that definitely are re definitely relevant to us being African Americans in our 30s so right. I agree exactly anything else you want to tell the people about the shows uh, no that that's it I you know just you know I know Christmas is around the corner so hopefully everybody gets some great gifts you know, I know Bath and Body Works might have some candle sales, so all you candle girls, you know, be on the lookout for that. I always somehow end up missing it, but maybe you the girl should be trying to get on ye or whatever how you say it. <laughs> People, uh, Oprah. On ye. On ye. Whatever you how you say that. On ye. <laughs> Dr. Wendy's candles for $50. Oh. <laughs> I see she supposedly she back in stock and she oh. fell out fast this time. I guess she mm -hmm. ordered more candles. <laughs> right. I was gonna say so instead of the um what's it called? Fifteen she had a stock last time. I guess this time she put fifty at least. I'm I'm assuming so. I'm assuming so. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so 
before we head out, guys, because obviously we have the new year coming as well. Um, I wanted, I got this from one of the blogs, and it said, "What is the strength you've learned in 2021 that you are taking into 2022?" And I was like, "Oh my god!" When I read that, it just touched me. I was like, "Oh, touch right. my body." Come so now. I'm posing the question to you and I. If you need some time to think, I'll go first. Um, what did you learn from 2021? That you're taking into 2022. Okay. Um, I guess you can go first. <laughs> okay. So what I've learned is that... <clears throat> As I flip my hand, let me just know. I've learned that my favorite person is myself, mm-hmm. and <laughs> it sounds so selfish, but it doesn't. And obviously, we hear about self care, self love, and all of these things about self. And I really enjoyed myself, whether that cup, whether that means um, me just walking by myself or deciding to exercise by myself. Now, I haven't gotten to the stage where I would travel by myself and go to the movies by myself or dinner by myself. I ain't get to that part yet. Because I do feel like that looks a little lonely, and I need to get over that, and that's something I'm working on. Um, and don't 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 hate me, y'all, for saying that. But I do feel like when I'm with myself, I am very vulnerable. I feel like, oh, wow, I can experience things on my own. Even if that comes down to something as explicit as masturbation. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I'm really in touch with myself. And yeah. I could lay in the bed with myself all day and have a wonderful time. And I'm not being sexual, but I'm just saying, a lot of times we're looking from, for love or something from someone else. But in reality, I can literally sit still and be so content by myself. So I'm taking that definitely into 2022, and I hope I'm able to expand on that and obviously educate you listeners into trying to incorporate that into your lives as well. Yeah, I I I really, really, really love everything that you actually talked about. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) And we'll actually be together on New Year's. Yes, we will. Right. I, I look forward to that as well, you know. Watching the ball drop. If anybody wants to come hit me up, we'll be in New York. <laughs> <laughs> right, we got a nice skyline, a straight path. Right, I mean, you know, it's of a parking lot, but you know. Right, but it's, 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 a, it's a beautiful apartment and a beautiful vibe. It is, but if you if it snows, it looks really, really nice. It does look really right. Nice. It does, yeah. Um, so I guess what I have taken um, from this year to, to next year is that um, I you know I have to stop. Uh, I have to stop being uh, so drawn into the small things and making them bigger. Mm. Uh, I wanna, I'm definitely learning better now how to not really sweat that stuff and kind of just, you know, kind of just vibe out with life and really just, you know, like you were saying in your, your concept, that just self-care, taking care of myself better, start reading more just stop developing a relationship with myself where I actually see myself being. Cause like, you know, I'm like, I feel like I've still got little ways to get there, but just envisioning where I see myself for, and I feel like my 2022 will be a lot better. Yes. Speaking into existence. Yes. Right. And I think that we're all going to thrive. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hopefully, you know, we had the setbacks that we had this year we're able to knock those down and be able to push through. And I always feel like, and educate the people that's coming up behind us. Because I feel like a lot of times people don't like to look back. They like to retain the information and keep it to themselves and 
just be selfish and not do anything with it. And it's like, no, give that to someone else. Try to encourage other people. And obviously with doing this podcast, I need something to drink, but I ain't got nothing. But we're going to keep talking. Um, <laughs> but I think with doing this podcast, it, it showed me that I'm able to have people reach out to me and say, hey, I need advice for this. Or, hey, I enjoyed the show when you said this because it made me feel like I could say this to my dad or my mom or whatever the situation is. Or that part had me dying laughing. Like, y'all crazy or you're crazy. And I feel like me having this platform has helped me really want to help other people. You know what I mean? So that's why I always say, if you have a question, a comment, a concern, anything, you can always reach out to me because I'm definitely an open book. And any of my guests that I've had on here, they'll definitely do the same. If you even want someone to come back and say, hey, I, I want them to answer the question because we don't want you to answer it. Because oh your shit might be too staged <laughs> or rehearsed. <laughs> but, you know, anything like that. So... Yeah. So that was the show, guys. You know, we're both hoping that you guys have a lovely holiday, whether you celebrate Hanukkah, Christmas. What's the other one? Kwanzaa. How was it? Kwanzaa. That should have been one of the first ones. Right. I keep forgetting. Um, You know, we didn't grow up, like, you know, celebrating holidays. Right. So for us, it's like, you know, all we knew was Christmas. And I didn't know of Kwanzaa. I will say I didn't know of Kwanzaa. I definitely want to wish you guys a happy holidays, a definitely happy new year. Right. Again, you guys will not hear from me until the new year. So I don't want nobody telling me where's the show, what happened. I'm telling you this very clearly. I am on hiatus for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. That's 20, that's 21 days. Okay? Oh you will survive. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> You, you guys, listen, you guys, if y'all just got to take it to the Bible, or y'all got to, right. you know, watch some Joel Austin, you know, just, you know, for Joel. the time being. Was <laughs> he in a scandal? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> right. I was just going to say, like, just, you know. Because somebody found, like, what? Um, what was it, like $600,000 in the wall or something? Yeah, plumber. plumber right. And he didn't give him nothing at first. And then the, the plumber, I guess complained, not complained, but he brought it to people's attention, and then he gave the plumber $30,000. Yeah. Hmm. No, $20,000. Twenty? Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, who knows? Well, I mean, I guess it was more than what he had. <laughs> yeah, but still, I mean, I think he could at least, I mean, well, the plumber was an idiot, because I feel like that was God giving me your blessing right there. Right, because I wouldn't have said shit. I would have walked right out with that bag. Right. Good night! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it right under my damn tool shed. Yo, I cannot. All right, guys. So we're gonna get out of here again. Thank you guys for listening as you always do and being supportive. Um and happy holidays and you guys have a happy new year. Yes, guys. Happy New Year, happy holidays. All I want for Christmas is you. All right, Mariah. <laughs> All right, lady y'all. <laughs>